This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see. Cause Doug loves movies. Hey, everybody. Hey, hey, thanks for fighting the horrible, warm, delightful weather to be here tonight. Uh, this is Black History Month, of course, raging on. And uh, this is I Love Movies, the podcast where me and my white friends sit around <laughs> trying to act cool. Hey, live audience. That's what I call you guys. Uh, as you know, you're sitting in the UCB Theater in Los Angeles waiting for tonight's comedy death ray, and you had to get out of the nice warm outside to be in here, blah, blah, blah. Uh, um, what, I can't read my own writing sometimes, so that makes for a fun opening of the show. Oh, TMX22X, or is it ZZX? I don't know, but this guy from Twitter, 
His name is TMXZZX. He wrote to me on Twitter, Thanks for making I Love Movies. I listen to it at work while I make pipes. <laughs> to which I wondered to myself, hmm, corn cob or meerschaum? And I bet you neither. I bet you the answer is neither. All right. Um, I think I said everything I meant to say, so let's get to the guests. My guests tonight are the Ebony and Ivory of stand-up comics. Two, two hilarious dudes, emphasis on high and dudes, who are uh, buddies of mine from uh, hanging out uh, back in the day in San Francisco. Shout out to Cobbs and the Punchline. Please welcome my buddies Ngayo Bilam and Greg Proops, everybody. Let's hear it for Ngayo is the black gentleman and Proops is Greg is the white fellow. Is the other black guy. You're, you're black in your own way. I love the, well, yeah, the suits also are kind of uh, a whole, you're playing a whole white and black game. We're actually, uh, we're going to be cops next fall. Yeah. That would be Proops. the best fucking cop show. Salt Proops, and pepper. Proops and S Specs and the man. And Gaio. <laughs> Specs. Be careful out there. But wait a second, you're both wearing Specs. Exactly. That's why I'm the man. <laughs> Clearly. You have to narrow it down just from the, the second name. Exactly. There's too many specs in this gang. Or grang, if you will. And not enough men. Yeah. Um, yeah. I got a quick announcement to make. Let me you, start. You, you've kind of defeated the definition <laughs> of quick announcement by making it so Let me slowly. start with a question for my guests. What, what comedy clubs do you like out there? Like, What are your favorite clubs to play right now? I like the punchline of Sacramento. Oh, sackline punch. Sackline punch. The sack punch. <laughs> yeah. I'll be at the sack punch. And Greg, where do you like to play? Uh, the Laughing Skull Lounge in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, my God. Tiniest venue in the world. Yes. Two shows every night. Did you ever go over to the Relapse, the church that they uh, dug up and like redid and put comedy room in and everything? No. It's in Atlanta next time you go. The first time I went there, they had a, a, a speakeasy and a, and a pot room. Nice. So it was the greatest comedy club I've ever been in, and everybody, you could do it, and then now they've kind of had to clean it up a little bit. You can bring your own beer and all this jazz. It's a church basement. All right. And who hasn't smoked wanna, weed in a I church basement? I beer out of a bag in a church basement. That sounds awesome. And all these jaded sophisticates now, I felt a wave of condescension ripple through the crowd, much like when a dash of amber falls into a pool eternal. And uh, let me just say something. Your high horse won't fit into the basement of this church. Because this is where comedy is created, like a cauldron we throw down there. Like the movie The Black Cauldron. It's boring and it's rotoscoped. <laughs> See how I tied it back in? Yeah, you brought it back to movies. I love that. I'm you, just watching. You had me at high horse, <laughs> of course. Because um, I wanted to say that my favorite club is Acme, and I'd like to make a, a special announcement, Acme in uh, Minneapolis. I mean, amongst other clubs. There's other good ones, too. Your favorite There's club loads. this week? Favorite club right now, because yeah. I'm about to say this. I am going to be recording my next record there on 420, which is April 20th, to uh, non-pod smokers. And uh, I'll be doing two shows at 7.30 and 9.30. So uh, Google it, Twin Cities. Woo, happy 420. You're going to yeah. love it. Can I tell you a... A story of Acme, very briefly. Yeah. I made an album there, and we did it over four shows. And uh, 
the first show Saturday night, 25 minutes, couldn't buy a laugh. Silence. Dachau. And uh, uh, <laughs> I go to the crowd. Uh, yeah, you know, what is it? Lincoln, Jefferson. And uh, I go to the crowd. Uh, oh, we're making a record tonight. And someone in the back goes, no fucking way. And that was the biggest laugh of the night. And <laughs> that was fantastic. And I went back and went, mix that one in with the other shows. We'll fix it in post. Yeah. No, you got to do the multiple shows when you're recording an album because you're going to, you know. And the, the last time I did two shows, I recorded the first one. I was like, that was all right. Yeah. And then the second, by, by the time the second one started, I was like totally high and drunk. And I did that. And after I was over, I was like, that's the one. And then the record company goes, you nailed it on the first show. <laughs> and I said, okay, wh whatever you say. Yep. <laughs> I, yep. I will go with you on that since you're listening to it, not fucked up. So and you're not uh, really the Martin Sheen in Apocalypse Now of method actor. No, I'm not. No, I clearly. I will never break a mirror for any reason. <laughs> Drunk or not. Apocalypse Now is already like a tire. I mean, it's a reference no one even knows anything about, right? It's, it's been Did on cable like a shitload. Did you guys know Lawrence Fishburne was in it? 15 years old. Yeah. When, he, when he was Larry. This whole section right here is like, we're five years old. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, well, I just ate a bug. All right. Um, <laughs> wow. Both of you guys were in Super High Me, to which I say thank you and yay. Uh, Greg has a, a brief moment early on in the film where he says something smart. And uh, Gaio <laughs> can be seen during one of the raid scenes in the movie when a dispensary is being raided. He's uh, hugging a young, comforting a young woman she had just during the crisis. She'd been held at gunpoint. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, and then they were raiding uh, my job at the time, as a matter of fact. Oh, you worked there? Well, that was the one on Santa Monica? Yeah, the one on yeah. Santa Monica. And she was a customer? She No, she had her own club, and they had, they had raided like five clubs that day. At the same time, that yeah, they went nuts. the L.A. City Council was actually sending a letter to the DEA telling them not to raid any clubs. They were raiding clubs. Yeah, yeah. Well, on the same day. I don't know if they're Thank goodness they did that, because it was great for the movie. <laughs> very, very exciting. Yeah. They also sequence. knew that. They're like, like, man, very they're like Doug needs more conflict in action in his movie, or else it's yeah, just stone yeah. guys. No, no, no I was, I was so happy. You know, of course, <laughs> of course, the movie. I was so happy. Everyone no, got no, raided no. and held at gunpoint. I didn't know. What no, to do. I was so happy that that aspect of what was going on was actually covered in the movie because that was, you know, there was a second team that went out and shot that sort of shit because the last thing we wanted was for me to get like arrested while making the movie. Yeah, because then. You know, Wouldn't that be the first thing you want to see? That's what happens, you stupid hippie. <laughs> I wanted to make the movie where conservatives go, oh, well, I guess maybe you're right that you're not harming anyone with your pot smoking, except for people that uh, you know go to the trouble of downloading a podcast and have to listen to you drone on and on. <laughs> Those poor bastards. drug habit. Now, Greg, you're the voice of, uh, or half of the voice of the two-headed sports announcer in uh, the um, the greatest of all Star, Star Wars, Wars movies. Yes, the greatest of all Star oh, Wars. Oh no, movies. I think fans yes. would agree. Fans that, uh, put that one number one. If you're ranking them one Phantom through Menace? six, oh, yeah. Phantom Menace is numero uno. Right, Revenge of the Sith. It's got a lot Phantom of a Menace. small child yeah. in it, which is awesome for any kind of uh, the Jewish uh, innkeeper flying blue placenta thing. He's yeah, yeah, it. they got With that the thing, thing, thing in there. Thing I can't fix it, Jedi. <laughs> He's in it. It's got an Asian menace. So when you the Asian menace is in that ja uh, what's his name Jar 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 that's he's his role was diminished in the the next few movies after he that gets one. fully blown in Phantom Menace and that's what I'm talking about fully, this, mo this fully movie's on. <laughs> 
It's everybody's favorite. So it's terrific. So how do you, what do you, how have you, how have you been able to live with the paparazzi outside <laughs> your house at all day and night? You were the voice of the sportscaster, and the what did you, what did you do when you were recording that sequence? Like, did you, did you, at what point did you say, oh, I'm in, I'm involved in shark jumping. Like, I'm involved in Star Wars movies totally shitting the bed. Like, it's happening right now because they're asking me to say things like, whoa, that's gotta hurt. Yeah. I, fe- I felt the during Mako the pod beneath, race. The Mako beneath my feet gathering velocity and momentum as we broke through the water and, uh, yeah, leapt over that herd of great white. Uh, uh, it was, it must uh, have still been very it thr- was totally thrilling fun. to be. You went to, like, Skywalker Ranch, I'm sure, to. I did go, but that was just for a visit, and uh, uh, it was it was pretty <laughs> weird and wild. It was like Westworld and whatnot. And, oh, yeah, uh, a lot of all the Ewok fucking going on. Yeah, was there ever? <laughs> you could barely get to your car, and then when you got there, they're all in the back seat and whatnot. Yep, yep. Hey, cool it. And uh, yep, yep. Yep, yep. They say but, yep, yep. That was from the third Star Wars movie, Return of the Jedi, and. Uh, <laughs> No, it was great fun to do. And Scott Capurro was the other one who's also, he's a great comedian from San Francisco and he, he lives in London and San Francisco and uh, he was the other one. And, and we made up a lot of that, uh, that good old, uh, you know, ooh, yeah. ooh, ah, he's got the skills, you know, and we just throw in any old. Sure. It was fun to do. I mean, they gave us giant prosthetic heads and then they CGI'd them right off. So we had five hours of makeup. Oh, no. Yeah. I thought it was just a voiceover thing. The best part was the model makers, right? We were in Leavesden outside of London, and the model makers had had in Uma Uma Thurman. Thurman? Sure. Thurman sounds pretty cool. I like it's better that way, isn't it? Chardet. I turned into a German actress from the 70s. She's in a lot of Fassbender films. Uma Thurman. And uh, (laughs) I loved her 99 Red Balloon. Oh, she's awesome in that. Uh, They'd made her bodysuit for the Avengers. You remember that? Fabulous mm-hmm. Avengers remake yes. with Ray Fiennes. It was magic, and uh, they'd be, they'd had her, you know, down to her underwear and had to wrap her. And so they were still vibrating from that two weeks later. Imagine these are model makers, so they are the king of that mountain of guys who are like that. Nerd. Yeah, yeah. I hesitate to label people, but yes, nerd would be a fairly accurate. Yeah, nerd it up. Still, they, they, they still had big, huge nerd ons. Dude, they were model makers, and they were like, we had him with her, man. You know? yeah. <laughs> they were still, trembling because they knew that she would be in Kill yeah, Bill one yeah, day. Yeah. <laughs> they were already that uh, yeah. excited about it, something that hadn't even happened yet. Uh, Ngayo, let's turn the conversation to you for a second. Good luck. <laughs> I mean, besides Super Jaime, have you been in any uh, motion pictures? Uh, yeah, sure. I was in uh, Nine Months. With For real? That, that, that took place in San Francisco. Yes, I was Sean's you, friend number do? one. You were what number one? Sean's friend number one. <laughs> I was a friend of so Jeff Goldblum. So you were Sean's best friend. I was, yes. You were his number yes. one friend. I was his number one friend. <laughs> did you guys, did you and number two have to play Rochambeau to determine? Well, we thumb wrestled. Oh, okay. And, uh, huh. and you won. So, won. so who's best friend? Uh, Jeff Goldblum's best friend, who was directed by Chris Columbus. I was wearing a. I had so a Jeff Michael Goldblum was Hugh Grant's friend in nine months. Yes. And Tom he was Arnold. the one that stood around all the time saying, You shouldn't have gotten her pregnant. You shouldn't pregnant. have gotten her pregnant. Yeah. And, it was and then the, what would you say? You, 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 you no, I just. That's right, there. bitch. Shouldn't have. <laughs> you were just like the Greek chorus. <laughs> I was like just agreeing with sm- him all the time. Smiled and nodded a lot. I, re- I don't. I saw that movie. I don't remember you being in it. Maybe I didn't. Thank you. Maybe I didn't. Thank you. And I loved you in Blade Runner. Maybe I didn't know you yet. I'm, I really am barely in that. You have, you're a real part. I wasn't the number one anything. No, you didn't. Yeah, no. Yeah. I, I Were you an extra in Blade Runner? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I was an extra in Howard the Duck. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be signing autographs in the lobby of the UCB afterward. With my Apocalypse the Now team. references nothing. Howard, Howard the, the Duck, Duck, we're in. Uh, can you believe this? That we remember. If it no, ain't no one's funk, heard you don't that. feel That's it. a classic. Prestige. Howard Prestige. The Duck. Yeah. Howard, Howard the Duck the was probably Duck. awesome when everyone here was two years old. It was mm. probably like it was their shit. That, like that movie ran into a serious plot so accident. Into it. Yeah. What a weird-ass movie that yeah. was. What did you do? Oh, we were in some big scene in, in a giant room where stuff exploded and stuff. And I remember I, I, some guy had a line, and he was supposed to go over to a group of people and go, everybody go over here. And I said, when there's danger all about, don't cop out. And he went, and they said action, and he ran over, and he lost his line, and he went, don't cop out to everybody. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it, was not, it was just stupid. That's awesome. Everybody, I was in a comedy group at the time, and everybody, everybody in San Francisco was in that movie at the time, you know. Because it was one of those movies. Like Nash Bridges or fucking, I'm sorry to swear so much, Midnight Caller. Right, or like, uh, you know, the New York actor that doesn't have a law and order on their resume yeah, should yeah. probably pack it in. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you live in a town where they shoot one show, you better end up on yeah, the Yeah, yeah, if you can't stand there sweeping and going, I didn't see anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone, I'm trying to sweep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't open until three. <laughs> <laughs> she was breathing when I left. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you guys uh, been to the movies lately? Have you seen anything? Uh, from Paris with Love. Why? Because I was in the middle of Oregon, and there's nothing to do. That's what comics do when we're on the road. You can't go bowling. It's league night. We go see a matinee. That's right. High so as hell. You, saw, you got high as hell. And Super saw high. what I assume, let me just try to sum it up, mm -hmm. is a crazy, horrible action movie. That, yes. That only takes 90 minutes. Yes, it was okay. a, a pl uh, Which one is from Paris with Love? That's John Travolta's John Travolta. the bald <laughs> CIA killer. Is that the romance one with the No. Oh. Not when in Rome. Oh. No, 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 that's a I thought it was when in Rome. That to me was yeah, that was Snake Number 1 from Paris with Love and it's a fucking buddy action movie. Like, oh, it's like, like at what point is yeah. one of their names Paris? Right. <laughs> I don't think so. So why, who are they, what is they, happening? They shot it why? in Paris. Was this uh, yeah. like that It boat? was really a big excuse for everybody to go to Paris. Yeah, it should be called fucking Paris is what they should call it. <laughs> from Paris with Love makes it sound like they're two guys in love who've just come back from Paris and maybe they're having some differences yeah. and have to settle them with a Glock. Starring or Jonathan Rees Myers from uh, The Tudors. Oh, is that who's in it? He's, yes. It's the buddy cop movie you've been waiting for, Greg. It's the guy from The Kittens Tudors. With Travolta? With a bald Travolta. But you, did he's you a see badass. He's outside the law. Yeah, that's where he operates. Oh, right, right, right. And but Jonathan Rhys Myers. Well, but he's he's CIA. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Rogue. So that explains a lot. Rogue. Yeah, he's rogue CIA guy. I'm and, still getting uh, over his leather bear look in Pelham One Two Three. <laughs> I saw that on the plane this year, and he looks so much like a dude ready to go to the Eagle in San Francisco. It was brutal. Hi, Waylon. Who's the bear? Yeah. For, for uh, Valentine's, just a few days ago, I sent a girl a, a Vermont leather bear. A Vermont leather bear? A girl or a chubby guy you've been trying to get out. have finally stopped airing. I'm so excited about yeah. that. Because a Vermont teddy bear, any guy who gets that for his lady is uh, not, uh, not going to have that lady for much longer. <laughs> that is sick. It's the what bear did, that what, says what you did, just don't care. <laughs> what did you get your lady for Valentine's Wave Day? Wave your hand from the air. Yeah. I don't have a lady, so I didn't have to. I was just that was just a you know a premise I was throwing out there. <laughs> I was just good good lady keeping skills, I, Doug. The idea that I might have a lady. It's exciting. I haven't seen any movies lately. Last time I was on here, I talked about how I started uh, watching Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince. 
And I so I finished that. I finally got through that. But that was almost like reading a book. Like I'd watch ten minutes yeah. of it and I'd go, I'm tired of this. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to see you know, I wanted to see the whole thing. I wanted to see Did you Dumbled- watch it on the toilet? I wanted as to well. see Dumbledore. <laughs> what? You said it was like reading a book, so I was like yeah, yeah, I'd watch, I'd watch it for a while on my phone, on the crapper, then yeah. I'd move to the living room, watch it for a while there, then I'd watch it on my computer, then I'd jerk off. But basically, <laughs> basically, the, the way it ended totally reminded me of Empire Strikes Back, but instead of losing a hand, the, the, the hero lost uh, an, an old man. Did you guys it's see it? It's very similar. You're looking at me like you might not have seen it. I read the book. Oh, okay. I saw. I was gonna see it, but then I remembered I was cool. Then my job's different than yours. They should have a reminder, like on (laughs) on the box office, like there should be a sign that just says, "Hey, if you're cool, you don't need to see this." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And And you're like about to. You must be at least this cool. What was it called? Harry Potter and the Half. (laughs) Half Blood Prince. It's like really low. Half Blood Prince. Yeah. It's like way down below your dick. That's cool. Um, That's that's pretty low. Are the Harry Potter movies good? Black History Month, everybody. <laughs> yeah. The Harry Potter movies are a roller coaster of, of emotion and desire. I because they when they were little kids, I didn't wow. give a shit about yeah, them. Yeah. But then they grew up a little bit, and now I'm like, I would fuck any one of them. Right. Right. That's <laughs> even, where the magic is. Even Rupert Grinch. Even Ron Weasley. Yeah. Sweet. No. Uh, you know, they're like... Uh, and Miss McGonagall. Alfonso Cuaron made the third one, directed the third right. one, and it was fucking incredible. And uh, the rest are all okay. Yeah. Did he also do uh, En Tu Mama Tambien? Was that him? Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. That's, that's a great movie. It's wild. Did we see... And uh, Children of Men. I mean, uh, the guy, is, he knocks it out of the oh, park Children every of time. Oh, Children of Men is amazing. I love that movie. Yeah, that's, that is a Strawberry Cough. What? Strawberry Cough, right? Did that's from Children of Men? Right. This is the weed. Michael Caine? Yeah. God, I, love, I love Michael Caine sitting around smoking pot. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't he say pull my finger at one point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fucking Michael Caine, what the hell? Right. Oscar winning actor with a wig on. He must have truly been high when that he was did those movie. when he did I, those I scenes. watched the Michael Jackson movie on the uh, on the plane. This is it. Yeah, th- this is it. This is fucking it. This is No it. more of this amazingness. No. How was it? Well, that was it. It was uh <laughs> it wasn't uh it was a rehearsal. Like a sketch out, that was like a sketch out of Bullwinkle and Rocky. Yeah. We, we've been friends a long time. So remember, Specs and the Man, this fall, <laughs> Fox Television, Tuesday nights at 10. Um, it's, a, it, it, it ha- it's a rehearsal, and it, it seems like a rehearsal, and you don't get the vibrant, pulpitating excitement that is his explosive whatever. Because who Do you really want to talk about Michael Jackson's a, explosive whatever yeah. he had? He was disappointed. I don't know. It, it didn't. What you get from it is that he would have no done close-ups. a series of highly enjoyable concerts yes. for fans. He it was not going to be a comeback. He was not going to have hit records again. Yeah. He was not going to bust out some new dance. No, there was no new dance moves. It was no all new gems. the same yeah, yeah, shit yeah. he's always done. But right. he's got so much of it that right. it's amazing. Like it's, it would have been an, a very entertaining show. It would have moved to Vegas. I was going to say should have played alternate Vegas. with Celine Dion. And Elton John. And yeah, and bam, you're done. That's 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 your life. Yeah. So um, he probably there was nothing revealing about the movie. I thought they were selling it as like this backstage look at what happens, and it was like, well, you know. So was it better than Madonna's Truth or Dare? Nothing's better than Madonna's Truth or Dare. <laughs> that movie's awesome. It's true. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I it's bet good. it holds up. Yeah, good. yeah, yeah. If you want shallow, <laughs> it was better than Hey Hey Paula, the TV show. <laughs> I mean, for pure shallow, it's awesome. So my new friend Leonard Malton, uh, 
who was a, he was a guest on the show recently. Really? So, yeah. So you guys are in good company. Wow. Um, When's Cornell West coming? <laughs> It's still February. Exactly. When's Cornell West coming? Somebody wrote to me on Twitter that I should have the guy from the actor's studio, James Lipton. Yes. And I was like... Doug Benson. No, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to talk to that guy. He could just, just live on in, uh, you know, my fantasies. But Leonard wrote a book called 151 Best Movies You've Never Seen. Three of us have seen a lot of movies, so I'm just going to randomly pick one. And we'll see if uh, we any of us have seen it. And if Blackula? we have, if it's indeed one of the best movies ever. Okay. All right. It's called Look Both Ways. Hmm. It's from 2005. And it stars a bunch of people I've never heard of. <laughs> and then Leonard says, people often ask me what I look for in a movie. And I explain that I don't have a set of rules or requirements. Tits. Mostly tits. <laughs> hey, that's pretty shitty parameters for a critic, don't you think? <laughs> That's a bit loose, isn't it? How about if it's good or bad, boring, not boring, well-written? Well, that stuff doesn't enter into yeah, it. Yeah, well-acted, a topic I I watch enjoy. a movie, I let it flow over me, <laughs> I eat a big meal, I sleep for three hours, then I wake up and write, it was fantastic. <laughs> Do you program yourself to dream about it as well? Before you... Yeah, well, so I challenged listeners to, uh, to find Look Both Ways. He told me, Leonard told me, that all these movies are available on... Uh, DVD or VHS or whatever it is you do. I, I told you, it's nobody I've ever heard of. Justine Clark, William McInnes, Anthony Hayes. Oh, uh, yeah, those guys. Uh, someone named Sasha. So Sasha Gray? Edward, there's an Edward Hodgman is in this movie. So I, I, I'm just saying, I want to challenge the listeners because I'm not going to bother, but check out Look Both Ways from 2005 and then write to me on like Twitter or MySpace and tell no. me what you thought of it. I don't want to ruin it because I haven't seen it and I haven't looked at your book, but... Uh, I'm guessing it's a Todd thriller with a psychological edge. Either that or a group of young people coming of age in a big city dealing and grappling with their fundamental issues. Is there a twist at the end? Huh? Is there a twist at the end? To, to be sure. In the, in the relationship one, I think we find out who's bisexual. And in the other one, I think we just find out you can't trust anybody because the world is duplicitous by nature. <laughs> That's my guess, and I haven't seen it, but if you're going to call it a movie, I think look you basically said this. Here's what Len says, and it's basically what you just said in a nutshell. He says that look both ways, approaches weighty subjects with a light touch, and that's what makes it special. Mm -hmm. That's what you. That's basically what you were getting at. And so it you won, have the same parameters. It won the Discovery Award at the Toronto Film Festival because it's something that will people will probably never discover. <laughs> That's why it's called the Discovery Award. And it won the best film prize at the Austral Australian equivalent of the Academy Awards, you, which you know what that is? The it's gadets. something nobody gives a shit about. <laughs> the Australian equivalent to the Academy Awards. Welcome well, to what the did they say? I, yeah. The Academy Awards picked Avatar, but what did they say? Look both ways. Yes. So check it out if you can, and uh, let's play the Leonard Malton game. All, All right. right. Woo! After talking it up so much... Now, Ngayo and Greg have never listened to the podcast. Not that I blame them. It's not for people who have things to do. But, um... So, I explained to them briefly how the game works backstage, and, and I think they're both smart enough to uh, be able to put it together. Uh, the subject this week uh, is uh, Doug's favorite stoner or stoned films. So, it's either about stoners or features things that a stoner would enjoy watching <laughs> and listening to. And uh, I picked five movies, and uh, since Ngayo is directly to my left, I will start with him. Uh, let's, you can pick a year 
uh, of a movie to guess. Uh, let's. You have a choice between. Do you think you'd be better at uh, 93, 82, or 98? These are all in the 1900s. <laughs> 93, 92, let's go, or 98. Let's go with uh, 93. 93. You Similar year in hip hop. All well. right, here we go. Leonard Moulton, iPhone app, says the following. Uh, this movie is from 1993. It is like I said, it's a stoner movie. And I'll give you a clue of something that Leonard said. The answer shall be forthcoming. Leonard said, great soundtrack includes carefully selected period music. Because a lot of these movies that take place during a particular time period, I know what it is they already. just don't even try. All right, Greg. So we've we got to start the bidding with uh, N'Gaio. And uh, you have... 11 names. You can bid that you can name in 11 names I can all the do way it. down to zero I names. I can do it in uh, six names. He says six names, Greg, but you I say do you it. could do it in zero? I can, I can but I'm going to play the game. <laughs> play no, that's the a ballsy game. way to play the game. Just jump to zero if you've got it if you've got it nailed down from that clue in the year. If you think I can you do know it in it. five. He says he could do it in five. All right, I can do it in four. I can do it in two. Greg Proof's name that movie. Oh, you get two names. You guys. <laughs> Unfortunately, Ngaio, I think these two names are going to be insanely helpful. John Witherspoon. <laughs> That's not one of the names. Did you think that I would pick Hollywood Shuffle as a great stoner movie? Because it turns out it is. There's a bat in my house. Wicked Diggy Dog. All right. Ho's got to eat. <laughs> um, ben Affleck and Parker Posey. It's Days and Confused. Yeah, yeah. See, there. Those are the first two names. Those are the bottom names. Come because on. remember, they all just how, started. That's how action packed. What about effort? Matthew McConaughey's the next name, then Anthony Rapp, Adam Goldberg, Melissa Rubisi. It's like they get less famous the more well, they were dude, in it. You got to put it in a better order. Jason London is the lead, and who's ever heard of him or his twin brother? And then uh, you can't, you can't, Wiggins. you can't mix what it around. You can't mix it around. He's on tour no with Jason London. You just have to read it straight from no him. mix-ups. Right. But you're you're doing great. I lodge a protest. Um, Wiley Wiggins picked up an Australian Oscar a couple of years ago. <laughs> he played the equivalent, the equivalent of the Australian Oscar. They're Oscar. called the Good Day. <laughs> the Bidet. Yeah, you won one. Good eye. Get on you. Get on you, mate. You want a good eye. All right, so I totally forgot. I, I normally pick people from the audience that you guys are playing for. Oh, should we I still totally, do that? Totally I won for to somebody. Big we, time. we win people so in the audience. So, so since you guys have never cool, <laughs> do we get to pick? So what I'm saying is, let's start over. Because it's no fair to pick now when the when Greg already has a point. Greg, Greg you have a point. I'll I'll grant you my point. That was like a point. test. That was like to show you guys how the game is played. Uh, I always go over here to this section. Did you want to possibly play? What's your name, sir? Chris. Chris? All right. Who would you like to play for you, Greg or Ngaio, based on what you've heard so far? <laughs> it's not a racist thing. <laughs> Which one is Specs? Ngaio. Ngaio, okay. I thought I was the man. They're both wearing glasses. Oh, I thought I was the man. Clearly. You're all the man yeah, now, dog. The man, that, that could be the thing. After a few seasons, it shifts. And the, yeah, the yeah, other yeah, guy's yeah. the man. Yeah. Embrace your back on this. Do you want an EP on this? I would be happy You're the showrunner. <laughs> um, what's your name? Breck. Breck. Seriously? 
Is that finesse sitting next to you? Breck is, right. Breck Listen, is actually, Breck. That's, a, that's an old Swedish name. It means Ungayo. Wow. Where's Prell? <laughs> Prell? Really? All right, Breck. So, so Greg is going to play for you, Breck. All right. Where's Head and Shoulders? And we're, right. start, we're starting all over. He's but never I'll, heard I'll that let, before. I'll let Greg start, choose. Uh, 1982, 1998, or 1971? 82. Oh, 71. Oh. You like 71, do you? Okay. Yeah, let's get there. <laughs> you got a fighting chance, Graham. Wow, exactly. All right, You're taking is, me back to the silence when I was little. This is 71. This is uh, Charlie Chaplin. a stoner yeah. movie or a movie that uh, is fun to watch while you're stoned. And let me pick out something that... Uh, got it. Really? Uh, Every movie oh, ever. Oh, here we go. Cruel Edge taints film's enjoyment. Cruel Edge taints film's enjoyment. You said taint. I know. I can't believe Leonard's very respectable. I can't believe he used the word taint. All right. Uh, this is from 1971. Did you say you get full enjoyment from the taint? Something like that, <laughs> clearly. What about the enjoyment? Who doesn't? <laughs> There are... Fair enough. Fair enough. Too seven sure. names. Just think if the teabaggers had called themselves <laughs> the Taints. How much more popular that movement might yeah, have Yeah, yeah, yeah. We taint Republicans, we taint Democrats. Right. That's right. We for freedom. We don't teabag. We're Taints. Doug, this is genius. Yeah. We we're on our way. Around. We're starting a movement. The, the Taint, taint Movement. <laughs> <laughs> have you TM today? Yeah, Taint a Revolution. All right, so there's seven names, Greg. You want to start the bidding? Yeah, I can name it in five. Uh, five names, he says. Actors, yeah. I'll go four. Four. Cruel right. Edge, you said? It says four. Cool Edge. Cruel. Cruel, cruel Edge. Yes. Cruel Edge. It's got a cruel like edge. Wow. This movie for I can name it in three. 71. He could do it in three names. I'm going to be hurt. I don't think he can. I don't think I can either. 71? I, I think that's a bad nah, bid. It's not Shaft. I'll no. go two. You're going two names? Um, it's Black History Month. Yeah, go on. I want to hear it. I want to know always bet shot. on black. Go on. He named that name that movie. But the app is freaking out on me. I got to find it again. Ron O'Neill. I blame it on the app, as opposed to my thumb pressing the wrong thing. In the future. Now, did you pick this movie, or was this picked by him? You picked this, right? Have no, you smoked yeah, a joint with Leonard, Leonard Moulton? Didn't say one way or the other about stoner movies. Did you guys smoke any weed? No, we didn't. Did you I, offer I him something? I didn't ask. I didn't ask. You got to bring it up. I well, oh, that's hard. Though, he was there, he was here with his kids. Oh yeah. And how old are his kids? 42 and... <laughs> 36. They're grown up, but still. I mean, I don't, I don't stand around talking about weed in front of my parents. He just came from taping a teen Nick. I think I smoked weed with your parents, Doug. So. Oh, stop it. All right. What just happened? You said two names? And I Three. said, choose that. No. no all right. I said, choose, pick that movie. But I think I might know, but I don't know. I There's no the way you're going to get it with two names. Okay. Thanks, thanks for the positive thoughts. Ursula Reet. Oh. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Ouch. I've seen this movie a million times. I couldn't tell you who that person played. Michael Bolner. Is Coffee. That name? What? Coffee? No. Damn. <laughs> I just guessed. Wow. Don't, don't always bet on black is the lesson. Is it a black exploitation <laughs> movie? It's no. Not, clearly not so. black exploitation. Well, is it, it kind of is a black exploitation movie if you think chocolate was exploited. In Willy Wonka oh, and, and the Chocolate Factory. Oh. I should have got that. Why did it but have a Why would you get that? I, would, I don't know those names. Because I, I know, know that, Woods I know is, that movie I know damn near by heart. Yeah. Roy Kinnear was Ruka Salt's dad. Yes. Peter Ostrom was Gene Charlie. Wilder. Jack Albertson was Grandpa. Jack and Gene Wilder was Willy yeah. Wonka. 
That was a great picture. Violet, yeah. you're turning violet, right. Violet. So Greg gets Greg exactly. gets one point. So that means uh, Breck is uh, doing good to win some fabulous That's prizes. Right. And uh, I'll start with you on this next one. You got to get this one, Ngayo. No pressure. No more crazy bidding. <laughs> it's a it's a game. You know you're sitting next to the poster child for uh, marijuana doesn't hurt brain cells. No, <laughs> they they both look to their left. Little, little live humor that the listeners can't enjoy. To? Is this radio? I right. hear voices. 1982, 1998, or 1968? Oh. 1982. 1982. Here we go. It's a movie that's about stoners or loved by stoners. Maybe. I, I really think that the Cruel Edge of Willy Wonka added to the film's enjoyment. Me too. Without yeah. the Cruel no. Edge, it's not good. No. Yeah, no, that's the, the, the whole lack point. Of Cruel Edge Three. is a Tim Burton movie. Yeah, what is this? <laughs> two, two bad little children gone, three good little children left. <laughs> he pulls out. He <laughs> Fantastic. And the whole wondrous boat ride. There's nothing yeah. fucking scarier in a G-rated There's no earthly movie. way of knowing. Yeah, yeah it's amazing. I, I'm always hoping wow. that the mushrooms kick in right when that scene starts. Yeah. Yeah. What did she say? Is There's it no... raining? Is it snowing? Yeah. Is well, that's why you can blowing? just, uh, you know, use the pause button if you really, if that's, <laughs> if that's really wow. important to you. I you see you're a you master of time really and hope space, that Doug. it kicks in at just the right moment. You're going to be like, it's not kicking well, in yet. Pause. back in my day. Yeah, back in the old We had to watch it on TV. Okay, this is from 1982. Here's what Leonard says about it. Um, Leonard says... Delightful teen romp marred by violence. <laughs> Phoebe Cates' taint was marred by violence. <laughs> uh, Vincent D'Onofrio... Leonard says, later a TV series. Uh-huh. <laughs> People gasped at that clue. Square Peg's the movie. All right. 12 Freaks names. and Geeks didn't come out in 82. Ten 12 eight. names. Uh, 10. And Gaius says he can do it in 10. 8. 7. 5. Shit. <laughs> 4. 3. Go. 3 might be hard. <laughs> That's what she said. I don't even. Okay. Sorry. You got to tell one of your friends to go. <laughs> You're the black Michael Scott. <laughs> wow. wow. You're the white Dwight Schrute. <laughs> I can accept that. Yeah, I bet All right, you. here we go. Uh, Martin Brest was in this movie. Ouch. Yeah. That ain't bad. That one's a weird one. Pamela Springsteen. I don't know who the fuck that is. <laughs> and then James Russo is your third name. I was going to say Fast Times, but that isn't it. Man, I think I'm found, flounder. I think a flounder foundered me. It was a, it was a TV series. Oh. Buggery. <laughs> I didn't see that one. Correct. Blazing Buggery from 1982. It was a Polish film. It did not many people saw it, but it won a good day. Yeah. Uh, All right, I'm just going to say Fast Times, and that's not it. (laughs) That is it. It is Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Uh, Okay. Also starring Forrest Whitaker, Vincent Schiavelli, Ray Walston, Phoebe Cates, Brian Backer, Robert Romanis, Judge Reinhold, Jennifer Jason. Do I get a half point for bringing it up earlier? No, there's no half points. Especially, it's too late for half. Okay, you get a half point. Yay! The score is uh, Ngayo has half and Greg one. 
It's close. Greg won the whole thing. Separated by only a half. But what did Martin Brest do in it? He's the director, right? Martin Brest? Maybe he had a line, or maybe he's in the mall or something. Yeah, I don't remember it. I don't know who Pamela Springsteen is. And James Russo, that was the guy that Who's played... the punky like, guy, right? Uh, he played uh, uh, Eddie Murphy's buddy in Beverly Hills Cop that gets killed at the beginning. Yeah. Spoiler alert. He was just a friend. We're, da- we're way down the cast list on this. But I forget what he... Yeah, he must have just been Forrest somebody's Whitaker buddy and or something. Of- uh, yeah, Forrest I don't know why Whitaker they didn't put the- in uh, like, uh, Eric Stoltz and uh, Nicolas Cage. Like, There's better names to, to put right. in there. John Cusack. I'm, I'm sure Martin Brest thanks you for if saying I, that there's better names. If I ever meet uh, Leonard Malton, I'm going to complain about, about this particular entry, if I ever have the chance. You should fire him off a hot email right now. Let's give some prizes away to Breck. Woo, yay, Breck. Breck is our winner, and I'm so glad that Greg won, because I don't remember the other guy's name. Might, might be Chris. But Breck won. Uh, you won a copy of the this this. The screenplay of The Hurt Locker. It's fun to read and think, oh, no, is it going to blow up? And then um, this is awesome. You want a, a copy of, on DVD of uh, Public Enemies starring uh, Johnny Depp? Does yeah. any amount of pot make that good? No. No. No, I, I tried the amount that should make yeah. it good right. and failed. Yeah. That's yeah. how I judge. Leonard has his criterion. That's our criterion. Yeah, yeah. How much pot will it take right. to make this if good? They, I'm going to smoke and this if much. It's not, if all of it isn't enough, then it's, then it's a, you know, like a bomb. Or you have some sort of you know, not enough like, weed in the world stamp. Right. Yeah, there's got to be like a... <laughs> not enough weed in like the world. Just a little picture of a sad hippie. Weedfinity. Weed you know what movie I just watched that failed that test? Rockstar with Jennifer Aniston. Oh, my Mark God. Walker. That is the worst. It was on cable, and I tried the test, man. Maybe a little more pot will make this <laughs> good. And then, no way. Isn't it weird how, like, like, something like that, like Rockstar, just it just doesn't even captivate during its lameness. Right. But, like, something like Roadhouse yeah. is, like, oh, I love that movie. Yeah. It's, like, love so Roadhouse. watchable. Yeah. It's so amazing. You can't give me bad Pat Swayze. Yeah. Oh, I can, but... Uh, and then also you win a uh, Doug Benson's Medical Marijuana Tour t-shirt. It hap- the tour happened last fall, so uh, don't get confused by the dates on the back and show up somewhere. And uh, I got to find out uh, something from uh, Chris, so you guys talk amongst yourselves. Well, anyway, Ngaio. So. <laughs> the runner-up each week in this game, uh, the loser, gets to... Name someone who I will call a shithead at the end of the show. Wow. As my, as my sign off. So. Nice. That's uh, very generous. Yeah. Do you guys have any plugs before we wrap this up? Anything you, any gigs you have coming up in the next uh, three to four weeks? Or a couple months? Sure. All right. I'm doing a 420 show. Woo! Where's that going to be? At the Punchline in San Francisco. Punchline San Francisco. So Go if you're not in Minnesota. And uh, lots of other funny dudes. Lots and, and uh, lots of other. Caitlin Gill. I guarantee me. there will be an after show parking lot party. Uh, there will be a pre-funk at around 7 o'clock. Show starts at 8. And then parking lot shenanigans. And then we may even throw an after party at one of my homies' houses. This is... <laughs> it's a very fun show. That sounds good. The, the, if you, I'm sure you've done 420 shows in San Francisco. The problem is, I used to do one for the Cannabis Action Network that a guy I worked for, and like they'd make your plane booking, and no one would come get you, and there'd be no ticket, and it was like <laughs> hilariously true to form. Like when you play a pot benefit, don't let anybody there deal with your shit because it, just do it yourself, and then go, "Hey, look, here's a receipt," and they go, "All right." That's yeah. great advice to the listeners. When you do a pot benefit, uh, handle your own don't business. Don't let anybody book your shit. Be Am I wrong? Minded. 
No, you're not wrong. But uh, Brian puts in our. Can I mention other pot smokers' names? I don't want to impugn people. Are you right? outing well, pot I, smokers? I say to everyone who will listen in every interview I do that, that Greg Proops and Brian Posehn oh. are the two guys that basically turned me into a full time. I feel very proud of that. Yeah. Brian was backstage at one, and we were in, in Gallo, and they gave us a, a, a box of cannabinol, the powder. The hash? No, no, it was just P, like THC powder. Keef. Keef. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Stoner girl. Stoner nice. girl. I'll see you Either that or you're show. from Morocco, and you've got Majune in a jar in your pocket. And uh, Brian goes, uh, I got some a few weeks ago, and I just fell in love with it. <laughs> <laughs> It was the most adorable Keith. Yeah, he just went, It's fantastic. And then after you took some, you went, yeah. But it still wouldn't make Rockstar good. What do you have coming up? I'm trying to think. I got Tonight at 10, I'll be at the Improv on, on, on Melrose. Oh, okay. So everyone that's here now, go over there. And everyone that's listening to this, start, Come over to there. start building that time machine. Yeah. And don't forget, Thank don't you, forget about the gigawatts. The password is Tesseract. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be at Flux Parlor Capacitor. Live. What? Flux, Flux Capacitor. Capacitor. That's right. Ah, Marty. I'm going to be uh, at. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be at Parlor Live in uh, Bellevue, Washington, which is you know just a skosh away from Seattle, nice. uh, March four through six, two thousand ten. I saw that on your Let's thing. Go. What? Have you been before? Where? Bellevue. Parlor Live? Yeah. Yeah, I did a, I did a one-night uh, stand there that was quite enjoyable, so we extended yeah, Bellevue's it. Bellevue's cool. We extended it three nights. It's very affluent. Oh, Bellevue's the rich part. Of it. It's yeah, yeah, not yeah. Seattle. Anybody who walks mean, up to me on the Caucasian. street there and says, get me some comps, I'm going to say, give, just give me some cash. Yeah, yeah. Because they have money there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing all right. That's where all the Microsoft guys live, right? They're in Redmond. Sure. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for helping me, <laughs> brother. They're there in a if compound. If you say so in Gaio. Cap City, March 9 through 11. Cap City's in wonderful Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas. Love the Cap City Company. Yeah, I'll be there with Graham Elwood. And then the next Benson interruption uh, is uh, February 22nd at Largo. And also, check on my uh, I Love Movies thread on thespecialthing.com for news about uh, I'm going to be taking this show on the road uh, sometime in the very near future. And there'll be uh, details about that. And um, let's see. I think that's all I wanted to say this time. So follow me on Twitter. Follow. It's in Gaio four twenty. N G A I O four two zero four two zero. And Greg, what's your Twitter name? Greg Proops. What? <laughs> what well, should it be like? Ashton Kutcher two. <laughs> <laughs> Asshat Kutcher. That'd be, that'd be that'd be good. Not a douche. <clears throat> yeah, not a douche. All right. So follow in Gaio four twenty. <laughs> And uh, Greg Proops, P-R-O-O-P-S. The common, the common spelling. Yes. <laughs> How everybody spells Proops. It's German for Breck. And as always, yeah. as always, John Travolta is a shithead. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his